Welcome to the Rise Method podcast, where we make fitness information available to everyone. I'm Steve. Let's jump in. Hey, folks, just quickly, we've started making these shorter podcast episodes that you can listen to them while you're on a break from work, maybe going for a short walk or doing some meal prep. Enjoy. Last episode, I spoke a little bit about if you should train to failure. And we spoke about the two sides of the coin, where one side of us are training to failure and the constant high intensity training can limit further bouts of training and create such a big hurdle to overcome. Because when we go to train, we start to think, oh, well, I need to train at 10 out of 10 effort. I need to get a new PB. I need to be like those people I see online on Instagram or magazines where I'm sweating and it's just this huge, massive effort when we know that the bar can be quite low in what actually achieves gains. So that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is that we do need to (laughs) train at some effort. We can't go into the gym or walk into the gym uh, and then walk up to a barbell and uh, you know, do one bicep curl and leave, we need to put in some effort. So there's the big spectrum of, well, what is potentially more most optimal for results? And then what is more optimal for long-term adherence to training so that we can actually make this fitness thing something that we can do every day. Um, so that it's when we're feeling down, we still get some effort in. When we're feeling great, we get some effort in and some good, good results in, some good training in. So what, 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 what can we do? Now, last episode, I posed that idea where we want to train to a point where we might be leaving one rep in the tank. That's a, 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 an idea that's been going around for a little bit. I didn't make it up. So this kind of idea of one rep in the tank. So let's say my 10 rep max on a squat is, is, is 100 kilos. I wouldn't be training 10 reps at 100 kilos every single set every time I go to the gym because that's my max, max, max. What I might be training is maybe two, nine repetitions. So there's one rep, I could have done more, but I'm leaving one rep in the tank. So I'm just shying away from absolute true failure. I think it's a great way to approach it. It has its limitations. Let's say a bicep curl. We've all done a bicep curl. There reaches a point with a bicep curl where it's no longer a bicep curl, where it becomes something else. It becomes maybe like a, a, uh, a frontal raise, maybe we start leaning into it, we start swinging a little bit, we start to cut the range of motion a little bit shorter, we don't go all the way down, we don't go all the way back up, it might slow down a little bit, um, starts to look, look, look a little bit different. So we could theoretically keep doing bicep curls, but the first rep of the bicep curl and the rep number five, rep number 10, rep number 20, rep number 30, rep number 50, all look very different. So the goal is to try to keep each rep looking similar because in training... We're either trying to train a pattern, let's say a squat in like powerlifting, we're trying to train that pattern to make it stronger. Or in bodybuilding, we're trying to train a muscle. So we're still trying to target the muscle. So we don't want to be in a position where we start targeting other muscles. So if I'm doing a bicep curl and I start targeting my chest more or my shoulders more or my forearms more, ah, it's just a waste of time. I'm just making myself tired. I'm not actually training the bicep anymore. So how can we be certain that one, we have trained the bicep, uh, and two, that we've reached a point where we, we know there has been effective stimulus on the bicep to grow. If we're training maybe a movement pattern, let's say a squat, how do we know that we have successfully trained that squat pattern? So the best way we can do it is to look at the decrease in performance over time, the decrease in performance over time. So when we do one set of an activity, let's use my bicep curl example. If my very first set of bicep curls, I have 
hard, right? 10 kilos in my hands, maybe a barbell, dumbbell, whatever. And I'm able to do 10 repetitions of that. Great, happy days. If I train to a point that I significantly and effectively fatigue my bicep, I have effectively provided a stimulus so it can grow, I can expect a decrease in performance in the next set. So the first set, I might get 10 repetitions out. But then the next set, if I get eight repetitions out, I've lost two reps. And that's when I reach maybe failure. I can't do any more reps. That's a great target. And that's a great example of the decrease in performance. And it's actually what we're aiming for when we are seeing a decrease in performance. So what we want to be looking for is about a 10 to 20% decrease in performance. So if I get 10 reps first set, eight reps second set, great, 20% decrease in performance. So maybe on the higher end. So if I was able to get 10 reps, then nine reps, 10% decrease in performance. Great, happy days. But if I was able to get 10 reps and then another 10 reps, okay, I can start to reflect on that and go, well, I didn't really challenge my bicep in the first set because the second set, I was able to get the same amount of reps. You can even go a little bit further and go, well, why was I able to get more reps? Was I starting to swing a little bit more? Did I cut the range of motion short? Did I start using my chest a bit more, uh, lean back a bit, start using my forearms a little bit? So did I actually train my other muscles and not my bicep and just made myself tired? Then you can look at the next, next sets, like that third set and go, okay, well, I got 10 reps, then eight reps, and then maybe six reps. Okay, great. There's a nice decrease in performance over time. Great. We're ticking the boxes that we significantly train the muscle. Now, we can also find out if we have trained too hard. So after, let's say, set number one, we get 10 reps. But then set number two, we get four reps. That's a massive decrease in performance. That's, you know, 50, 60% decrease, 60% for the, the math bro and broettes out there. That's a massive decrease in performance. We know I trained too hard in the very first set. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't even going to get anywhere close to the same amount of reps. And then on the other, other side, it's happened to me, where the first set, I get 10 reps. Then the second rep, I was able to get maybe 11 reps. I'm like, whoa, what happened there? Or maybe 12 reps, what happened there? And then I might find that maybe the first um, set, I was trying to be really strict about it. I took a really long rest, I got distracted, I was talking to somebody, playing with my, my phone or playing around with some equipment or whatever, and then I was able to get that 11th or the 12th rep in the second set. Okay, it's no longer the same type of exercise, the same type of stimulus. So this can be compounded um, throughout the entire session. So let's say you have a legs day and you're doing squats and then you might be doing lunges and then you're doing a leg extension. You expect a certain amount of performance between those three quad dominant exercises. If you push your squats so hard that it ruins your lunges and ruins your leg extensions, okay, well, you're going to be decreasing the amount of volume that you do because you've taken it too hard in the very first set. Versus on the other side of the spectrum, if you were able to get three sets of 10 on a squat and then three sets of 20 on a lunge and then three sets of 30 on a leg extension and each set was just match, 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 okay, you can start to ask yourself, did I really fatigue my quadriceps? And then next week, you're able to get maybe the exact same repetitions. You're like, did I really fatigue my quadriceps? And then the third week, you might get a set of uh, 11 reps on a squat, then two sets of 10 on a squat, so you push yourself a little bit further. And then you're still able to get 20 reps of lunges uh, for, for three sets, and then still 30 reps of leg extensions for three sets. And you go, well, 
I increased my performance in set number one, my very first set. I tried to take it a little bit closer to failure, but it didn't decrease my performance at all through the entire session. Okay, so these are really great reflective cues to go, well, am I training hard enough? Do I see a decrease in performance over the set? So inter-set uh, or inter-exercise, right? From, from you know, exercise one, two, three, four, five, however you're doing. Then you can even test it against decreases in performance over workouts, so intra-workout. So maybe you train on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday, and you might find that come Wednesday, after training Monday, you're still so fatigued. Okay, I'm training, <laughs> I'm training too hard on Monday. So this is just a great tool to use, and it's grounded in uh, velocity-based training. So when we see velocity, which is the speed of movement, so let's say a barbell, we can track the speed, the barbell goes up and down. What we want to see is a decrease in velocity of around maybe that 10 or 20%. That might be uh, inter uh, set, so from rep number one, two, three, four, five. So rep number one is at X velocity, and then rep number 10 might be X velocity minus 20%. Yeah, so it's a slight decrease in speed. So that's a really great way to see that you're training hard enough. You see the decrease in speed. So film yourself, see if the speed is slowing down. Then as you progress through set one, two, three, you might find a decrease in the amount of reps that you do or a decrease in speed. But not all of us have um, ways to measure our velocity, and that has its own problems with that, but a great way is just to measure how hard are you training, how many reps can you do, are you keeping your exercise looking the same, so you're training the same muscle, these are all really great ways to reflect. Hope you enjoyed this episode, catch the next one.